This podcast Tim. is part Tim of the is Famous recording. Original Podcast Network family. You can find us Welcome. by going to Everything's fine. This is a good place biz. podcast brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hey, hello. And this is Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. They do an episode. We do an episode. Season four, episode eight. The decision is here. Oh, man. It's a big one. Yes, and there's been so much talk about it this week on the Facebook group, which is just such a fun experience. So go to Facebook and search Everything's Fine. You will find us and many, many other Maximum Derricks who just love to dissect the show and talk about tangentially related things. You can also find us on Instagram at Everything is Fine Podcast and on all social medias you can follow at Nerdy Things Pod or go to www.nerdythingspod.com. And our show works now because Kevin has a cord, magical cord, that somehow transmits sound to his speakers without being connected. I don't know how it happened. I didn't change anything between last week and this week, but apparently no sound wants to come through my headphones. It all wants to come through one of my monitors that has speakers connected, even after disconnecting the wire for the speakers. No, Kevin's not even listening to us. He's just talking to himself. And we just pulled his audio, so... That's, that's Kev, the podcast this Kevin's week. Kevin's just so in tune with us as people yeah. that he just knows what we're going to say. <laughs> so let's let's call back to last week, guys. <laughs> I have a question. So let's say let's say a third party, a fourth party in this case came to let's say Jules' dad comes to us and says, "Hey, um, you're we're part of an experiment. This whole thing that's going on with us right now is just one big experiment, and we should get to the bottom of it." But your life is good. How how do you react to that situation? I mean, that's what Elon Musk is doing anyways, right? Like, <laughs> sure. he's just like, it's all a simulation. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I mean, t- so the chances are, like, uh, on elongated musk- muskrat's side, the chances <laughs> are that you are in a simulation. Yeah. At best, it's 50-50. If in that simulation there's another simulation, then it's like, you know, it just goes from there. It's a deep rabbit hole. However, <laughs> if somebody comes to me and I get a good life and they're like, you know what? It's all false. I know. And I have actual proof that I am the definition of self-sabotage so i would just pick at that scab like absolutely honestly i don't really go out of my way to be malicious to people uh most people but (laughs) if there is an opportunity for me to screw myself i will do it every time unintentionally so I look at it this way. If I go back to the characters last week, Simone comes to them. He's like, guys, everything is not okay. And that's a British accent. That was terrible. Yeah, let's let's not let's not pretend like like, uh, you know, all Star Wars movies and all other sci fi. Let's pretend World War Two movies where they're speaking German. Let's just pretend you're doing (laughs) the accent. Just speak English. So she's like, this is somebody's watching us and, and they're conspiring against us. If I'm Cheedy, John, and Brent, I'm really like, "Mm, you know what? I get to go on fun outings all the time. I don't have to work to make money. There's free Froyo and food whenever I want it. I I don't care. Okay, so someone's doing an experiment with me. It's working out okay for me. 
I think we should just stick with it. Yeah, I think it would be different if I was set up in a place that's supposed to be the good place. Like if somebody came up to me now in my life, I'll be like, oh, okay, there's a possibility, I guess. But then if I was in the good place, if they're like, okay, you died, here's everything, here's a a unicorn, here's a huge imaginary giraffe, you're going to live here for the rest of your life. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then somebody came up and told me that, I'll be like, hmm, maybe I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the maybe. Let me quickly flip this around on you, Jules. If if you're at work and one of your coworkers comes up to you and says, out of the blue, just no prompting, hey, maybe someday I'll be drunk enough to tell you a bad story about that dude over there. Are you going to let that go? Or are you going to pull at that thread? I mean, I feel I'm like go this is the same right type now. of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> exactly my point, man. It's self-sabotage at its best because you can <laughs> never put that thread back. And you are always going to look at that other coworker and go, Ugh. Ugh. Mm. Mm. follow up questions after the podcast. But for now, <laughs> <laughs> for now, for this minute, for this second, the moment you've all been waiting for. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you had to go without. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, You had to go out without this segment. But now, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, you get to participate in Out of Context Quotes of the Week. Jules, kick it off. Cool. Um, <laughs> I had quite a few. This was a good one. That's my Jason, a big colorful rainbow blob stuffed inside a hot life-size action figure. <laughs> Statham forever. Because <laughs> uh, I love Jason Statham. Um, why can't we just tweak the points a little? Just a little boost like Spanx, but for your soul. Oh, God. And then my last one. Oh, hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> We literally had no overlap this week. Hooray. I kind of like that. <laughs> All right. So I had, we probably had like 15 funerals by now. It's getting annoying. Uh, I met your mom halfway last night. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> you don't buy bras at Home Depot. <laughs> um, let's see. And then... Ah, I'm just playing. It was cancer. (laughs) The big C. All right. Yes, and here's a box. Bounces off me and sticks to you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just I got excited. Pregnant pause right there. That's so good. (laughs) Are you you done, Kevin? (laughs) I waited. I waited until you started speaking on purpose. I'm not even sorry. I love it. Yes, and here's a bottle of tequila. (laughs) Yay. If you don't like this funeral, just wait a minute. <laughs> Good old Florida. Just thinking of that makes me want to barf up a beautiful quasar. <sighs> I don't say no a lot. Did I pronounce that right? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, but I also use the pages to wipe my butt, so don't pop a stiffy just yet, okay? <laughs> I don't have to poop. I choose to. <laughs> Ooh. And that has been out of context quotes of the week with a bonus quote by Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what happened, Kev. All right. So in this episode, it's over. It's the end. Our group is going to get the points tallied. But the judge is, you know, 
not really on board with all of this. So the Janets have to hide the judge's little taboo buzzer that's going to reset the universe. Even bad Janet's in on it because Michael wrote his manifesto and that for some reason worked, which seems shocking even to him. Uh, and then we have, uh, you know, the the new Janet alignment chart with uh, lawful good Janet, uh, unlawful evil Janet, disco Janet, all in there, neutral Janet. It's, it was great. Uh, and the episode ends with them having to wake up Cheaty and give him 800 years of memories. What? A cluster F that's going to be next week. I have a yep. stomach ache. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, hey, guys. What's up? That's how we started. <laughs> like, nothing like uh, this was, you know, not the biggest thing that's about to happen in the entire universe <laughs> or all of time. <laughs> Definitely one of the biggest things ever. But more important is where's Cheaty? Oh, he's on the toilet. He's on the. Yeah. <laughs> Let me provide context. <laughs> I, I, the the humans all had to maintain being frozen. So Janet's like, I, I just put them in the bathroom because, you know, where else would you put them? There's a whole neighborhood full of places, including the room of requirement and all kinds of other wonderful, comfortable yeah, locations. Could have put them in there. See, I, I don't think there is. I think she's in the in the in the moment folding it all back down. So I think the only thing that now exists is Mindy St. Clair's house. And even oh, okay. Mindy has better places than that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Fair but enough. If you're going to get in the bathroom, you want to sit on a toilet. That's the most. It's the best seat. No questions. Yeah. It is the best seat in the house. <laughs> All right. So the humans uh, can't hear the results. They've got to go into the judge's chamber, but the humans are not allowed in. Uh, that's okay. Bottle of tequila will take care of that bad news. Funerals. Moby spoke at Tahani's funeral and Jason's friends graffitied a red lobster. That <laughs> It's the first stage of grief. It is. Oh. <laughs> it is. The two opposite ends of the spectrum right there. Yeah, and Moby. Like what what a random Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's even that's what weird a moment for of Tahani, growth. Don't you think? She didn't care. No. Like that didn't it didn't phase her. She was not cool with that like this is a this is such a, a shining moment for her because it wasn't the name drop on her part uh contrarian's point of view it was moby and she was pissed <laughs> <laughs> that's if, what i'm saying like, if it was uh, like gwyneth paltrow spoke at your funeral fair she'd enough. be like oh tell me more and they started with moby she's like oh crap i mean i would prefer back but that's okay yeah sure Hundred percent. I would prefer being put in a shooting range for a small tax credit, but you know what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> they do that in Texas too, yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, <laughs> uh, what bounces off me sticks to you. Sean, <laughs> Sean plans to do lots of choking to Michael in, in the afterlife after he chokes with his one final choking because he's a choker. And the good place people are the worst negotiators. What is up with them? They just come in there and like, oh, hey, guys, what's up? Michael, you've done so great. And Sean, you know what? Um, just take all our leverage, whatever. When the call comes down to this, just just take it. And it was so good. Uh, they're, I kind of like that. They came in they're like, hey, man, Michael, you did great. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. But it's like <laughs> you didn't even see what it was. And like, well, you still did great. <laughs> but then they just and, gave and away all their leverage. So it's like, oh, okay. like Sean didn't even react to no. them giving the leverage because he's like, this is just bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. He was, it just washed right over him. <laughs> 
that group of people to me is total proof that Cheedy belongs in the good place. He would fit in so well with those people. Oh, I can't decide what I want to do, but you, you did great. It was so awesome. It is my moral obligation to tell you how wonderful you are. Oh, I guess. Brutal. He, he, yeah, it, the point system is clearly flawed because Cheedy 100% behaves like those people. So, Tahani, let's remember her on a Gulfstream jet. <laughs> Where she was most comfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's too bad she never lost her speech impediment. <laughs> Hold yeah, on, before we I mean, get, really. Before we get too far into the funerals, did you like them choosing to do like to do away with the humans by just like I guess sort of wasting time or filling time? But then we did get a whole lot of information about them. I don't know. I'm conflicted about the whole funeral thing, whether if it was a good, you know, use of our our watching time. Well, it was How'd an, you feel? it was a nice chance to like tie up a nice neat bow on on their mm-hmm. relationships, you know what I mean? Like the little sure. eulogies paying tribute to the other person gave away their, you know, true feelings of a 800 accumulated years of life experience. I mean, yeah. Eleanor called Tahani her best friend in the ever in in a thousand years. You're my best yeah. friend and I love you. And that was, you know, it's a nice moment. Stuff like that okay. was really good, I thought. Well, that's because it was. I mean, honestly, despite the yawn that I just had to fight back, uh, that's, that's completely unrelated. <laughs> okay. Um, my fault. Uh, honestly, it, it, it's you're right, Tim. It is the better part of a thousand years that they've known each other. And through all of it, I think that they have made each other better. I think that that these four are somewhat unique in how they fit together because they were chosen to torture each other and that torture made each other better. And I think that 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 is somewhat reflected in the the point totals that we get for the four new people because they weren't specifically chosen to torture each other. Right. You know, so they didn't push each other in the same ways. Right. And yeah, the, the, these four overcame a lot of adversity together and it's really too bad that Chidi's too dead to enjoy the funerals. But they got to pick him up and carry him. And we learn finally why Chidi is so jacked. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And it was exactly the theory that's been going around Reddit. Yeah. He just, you know, couldn't decide. He couldn't figure out when to stop. He just kept going. Push-ups are good for your anxiety. Well, that means I have to do them all the time. So... (laughs) This is a pretty big case. We're going to get some results. And the biggest takeaway from the whole thing for me is that Sean knows how to pronounce Zendaya. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. This is <laughs> an interesting peek into Sean because he freely admits that very quickly and looks really embarrassed right away. So, well, yeah. so Sean has some guilty pleasures, too. He's not all about torturing humans and michael and just being a general all-around pretty bad guy it's so much fun though for him (laughs) it is you can tell (laughs) so yeah the results in 30 29 28 (laughs) no no plus 12 for simone which was surprising to me because she didn't i I, to me didn't seem to get much better but but plus 12 percent that's pretty good 26% 26% for Chidi, which was surprising because how can Chidi get much better? I mean, really, outside of the indecisiveness, he's we've discussed this before, a pretty tremendous human being. 40- so was it per was it percent 
or yeah. was it points? No, I think it was percent, wasn't it? Okay. No, I. that's why I'm asking. I, I didn't pay attention yeah. to it. It just said plus so-and-so, plus so-and-so. It's a percentage. Well, I think it was a, a percentage. Yeah. Because this was this was the 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 point of this uh, no point no pun intended was to see the that the they could get better at all mm-hmm. and so it would be measured as a percentage yeah. okay and John improved forty four percent which not surprising that's a big number but it's not yeah. surprising because he was a pr- I mean we all agreed he was pretty bad he was yeah. the the kind of guy that we said we just didn't want to be involved with and by the end he was you know. All right. He had more room for activity than the others. Well, yeah, maybe more room for, except for Brent, and Brent didn't get any better. Negative 1%. He got worse. Yeah. (laughs) He got worse being there. Maybe he shouldn't have gone uh, so heavy on the BAMs on the first three. But uh, it's a Jacksonville tradition to have your funeral where you were born in the deep end of a pool after doing a cannonball. (laughs) What? We're getting a lot of information about the beginning of Jason. It's, I mean, really. Just elaborating on the story. The only way that could be better is if the pool was in the back of a school bus in the, you know, in the parking then, lot of a Red Lobster. Yeah. Oh, man. The Red Lobster pool. <laughs> you know. Oh, you've heard of it. <laughs> you know. But yeah, Jason was born in a pool and his mom died when he was young and his mom did a cannonball and out he popped. That... <laughs> That's an interesting birth. I wonder, you know, water births have become very popular. Uh, the serenity of it, you know, the, the 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 peaceful way to bring the child into the world. But if you think about it, you know, giving birth is a long traumatic process. The cannonball is quite a position. You've got legs spread, knees tucked. You got a little bit of impact, a little bit of grunt. I mean, if it could just shoot that baby out there, maybe... The cannonball birth is the next evolution of the water birth. Mm, you got to try that for <laughs> sure. Let's get, <laughs> let's get some midwives on this immediately. This, this sounds like an ABC mid-season show <laughs> to replace like, you know, uh, one of those uh, weird shows where they make you run through an obstacle course. No, I think it's it, I think it's on the BBC. It's called Cannonball the Midwife. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. You're right. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's a, I'm um, pretty sure if it's a you're serious pregnant, show. Listening right now, <laughs> Tim will give you a little bit of money, maybe <laughs> not much, to just cannonball. Just try it. <laughs> See what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. Please maybe do not take baby. this as actual medical advice. Consult your physician before trying this. At we home. are not a doctor. <laughs> None of us are doctors. <laughs> not a doctor. Please make sure the pool contains water, not ice. Statham <laughs> forever. Hey, speaking of pools, did you know I was a professional diver before I became an actor? Really? I did know that. Yeah. I didn't know He was that. A, an Olympic level an diver. Olympic wow. level diver. That's yes. why I have this lean figure, this great what body. Can't he do? That's why I have no hair and I'm so smooth. I'm aerodynamic. Lean figure. I've seen that <laughs> shark movie with him. The dude looks like he's like flat. Yes. Like he is too wide at the top. Yup. Too wide at the waist, not deep enough at the chest. It is a weird look, Jason. I am so sorry. Diver build, man. That's why you don't make that big splash. I didn't realize his father was Flat Stanley the paper man. (laughs) Helps him drive cars, you know, (laughs) fast. Handsome Rob. All right. 
Cheedy is weekend and Bur- weekend at Bernieing it in the background in every one of these funerals, <laughs> and I love it. Oh my god, it's so weekend at Bernie's. Like this is weekend at Bernie's three, <laughs> and I am on board because I loved those movies. And you've got you, the, the first. He's in the the male person's outfit from from when he and Eleanor were. Yeah, yeah like why? <laughs> what? was that with the hat that was the cool definitely hat and Eleanor's everything. choice yeah. yes and then he's in uh, the, the swimsuit with the glasses and he's got like a drink in his hand every scene he's got a little different pose and I <laughs> love it okay quick question um we're, we're about to get to the point where they were called to the judges chambers and why did they take the time to change Chidi's outfit but not their own. Well, Tahani had to change because she had like Skank City on the back of her sweats or something. I know, right? The Skank Army. <laughs> yeah, excuse sorry. me. My bad. Skank Army. <laughs> but there was a scene, there was a transition where they went from one place to another and Chidi's outfit changed and no one else's did. Well, yeah, because we're weekend at Bernie's ing it. I I mean, I guess, but you don't have any time to change your own clothes. Come on. That's that's the comedy, man. It's gold, Jerry. It was, it's yeah, gold. I think it was just Eleanor trying to get him naked and then putting some <laughs> new clothes on him. She just wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. She was just like, "Hold on, guys. I got to go change Chidi. I'll be right back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways, what's there there's a word for people who to do it with cadavers. I can't think of what that uh, never mind. I'm gonna keep quiet. Six out of he's, not, he's not dead. <laughs> I know what it is, but I don't want to be the guy that's like, whoa. Necrophilia? Is that what it is? Yeah, okay, there is we it. go. Six out of seven people got better. That's pretty good. That would be like damning the cast of friends. But wait, Monica sucks, Chandler sucks, Joey sucks, Rachel yeah. sucks, Chandler <laughs> uh, Ross sucks worse. But Phoebe, Phoebe's good. But Phoebe. Okay. Do it for Phoebe. <laughs> Do it for Phoebe. <laughs> That should be the rallying cry. Do it yeah. for Phoebe! <laughs> for Phoebe! <laughs> oh, but Michael thinks um, the people they helped on Earth got better. And you know what? If he's wrong, then you're we're both glue. So take that. <laughs> <laughs> they they have no idea. He has no idea how that joke works. He's trying. No. He's no, trying no, really no, hard. When in Rome. <laughs> yep. But they go back and they, we look at the you know, pill boy, Eleanor's mom, Eleanor's stepsister, and then uh, who else was the other one? I forget who else was there. Tahani's sister. Tahani's yes, sister. yes. And they all got so much better. Like if you looked at the graph, it wasn't a little better. It was no. significantly better. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the proof that all you have to do is impact people's lives in a positive way. Just things have gotten too messed up. And- even Brent, and this this goes back. We were talking about it. He could have won all the points in the last second. He almost apologized. He, almost. he didn't even get to apologize. And you look at that one moment, how redeeming it was for him as a person to own, you know, who he who he was, to get past those lies that he had been had been fed. And it was like, it doesn't matter. It, it, Brent's arc, and this is, I think. As much as I still hate the guy. This is why him being such a terrible person was so important to their point. Because he didn't get better. He got worse. And he was horrible. And you hated him. But it's never too late to to be redeemed as a human. In the last second, everybody can change. Everybody who owns their flaws, owns their mistakes, owns how much they owe the rest of humanity can get better in an instant. And What what a buzzer beater. Like, seriously. So, yeah, the last-ditch effort really paid off. And uh, there you go. So, 
Are they going to Dave and Buster's for Janet's fu- funeral or not? <laughs> Jason really wants to. I think I'm really something. pushing for it. Uh, did, did he? He didn't. He didn't seem to be the one that was on board. I'm pretty sure it was Janet. But I, okay, yeah. let's just. I thought, oh, yeah, I, thought yeah. I heard Sorry. something about Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. Yeah. To be fair, it's he, pretty good. He's a five year old. He's my my five year old nephew does the exact same thing. <laughs> Jason was so interesting in this episode because he he has the, I don't know, the persuasiveness of a five year old that that you know. Certainly. Immature tenacity. And there's also this just ridiculous positivity. Like when he's talking about his mom, he makes a joke about how his mom died. He's like, just kidding. It was cancer. I'm going to go swimming now, guys. And it's, <laughs> oh, God. there's nothing yeah. that can get that guy down. Like literally that's, nope, nothing. That's exactly what Janet says at his funeral. Like it's just impossible to uh, outshine the positive light that he has in himself. And uh, he made her... He asked her about her feelings before she actually had any, then made her search for some. So, yeah, super cool. It's kind of sweet. It is so beautiful that she could literally, literally see something in him that no one else could. And then it was that it was a beautiful thing. The little lump of rainbow or whatever the heck it was called. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't need a funeral because everything that all the humans have done for her is quasar barf worthy. And that's a good thing. Is it? I'm really, I don't know what that would entail. Well said, Janet. (laughs) I love it how she talks about barfing up a quasar and and Tahani's like, well said. Yes, that, you know, that sums Mm -hmm. it all up, really. (laughs) Oh, man. But uh, let's see. Eleanor's funeral got Tahani and Sweats for the first time and was perfect because it was drinking at someone else's house taking all their liquor and i still love dj music <laughs> i still how love can it. you not oh my god i just love that they didn't have to leave jason's funeral because it was so fitting <laughs> right well yeah. they, they're 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 the the tr- common trash they are so they're, they're perfect for each other but not in a romantic way. right they yeah. was they were perfect to have together in this experiment because Dahani's up here, Chidi's up here, and there's Jason and Eleanor finding their common ground way down here. Yeah. Yeah, I think depending on like what your ranking system is, like it's really cool that you can move all four of them around to be together. You know, depending on what you're talking about, like their trashiness, that's where Jason and uh, uh, Eleanor connect. But then like if you move them around, depending on what you're talking about, other people have that sort of connection, too. And it's pretty cool that we have these four really different, but very similar They humans. were the four perfect humans to torture each other and the four perfect humans to make each other better. So we get to Chidi's apartment where the books are, because that's where his funeral should be with the books. <laughs> just surrounded by books. Just Yeah, just surrounding him, holding him up. In a lovely sweater with, with many, many books. And Eleanor can't even bring herself to give words because he's he's just you know a rootin' tootin', you know cowboy Yosemite saying it's not she can't do it she can't do it it's too emotional <laughs> oh man uh but we need to go to the judge's ruling not enough time for Chidi's funeral because they've got to get the humans in Judge Jen is coming in with her verdict and you know what the verdict was guys Michael was right. Michael was Humans right. Humans can always get better. So Michael wins. Celebrate. Happy. And you know what that means? Reboot. 
Earth is canceled. <laughs> yeah. Earth is canceled. Those words, because she watches a ton of TV. Earth is canceled. Yeah. They're not having another season of that. Well, actually, nope. we are, but all new characters, all new everything. So we live, they say we live in a cancel culture. They're not kidding because some all knowing being up there is about to cancel us at any second and reboot oh, the yeah. whole dang thing. That would be so nice. At least, at least I think that's what happened. I'm not so sure because I was thinking too much about skateboarding at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not a bad idea, though, to reboot. I mean, there's a lot of things that could be approved. We could have humans without baby teeth. I mean, really, think about it. Without that transition from baby teeth to adult teeth, we'd be so much better. It is, is super terrifying. weird, though. It is. When you think about it, it is one of the weirdest things that your exposed bones fall out. And there's a second set of exposed bones that you have to brush every day with a seaweed and sugar mixture. Wow, that got... Weighted seaweed? Chance. Yeah, uh, in, in a lot of toothpastes, there's a seaweed or seaweed component. I'm going to stop brushing my teeth. <laughs> Hooray. No. Uh, whatever. I don't Just care. go buy te- seaweed and chomp on it. Oh. Okay. Save yourself money on the toothbrush. Yeah. Don't even brush. We, in Just... fact, actually, we are doctors. Hey. <laughs> do not take this advice not seriously. Yeah. <laughs> do, do not try this at home. Please consult Always with your dental teeth. physician before <laughs> attempting to just use seaweed as a form of dental care. Dentists aren't real doctors. <laughs> not a doctor. All right. Listen, we, we don't need a reboot, not guys. A... Uh-huh. We don't need a reboot. We don't need it. We just need some soul spanks or some cheaty. The good place people are useless. They don't know what to do. The reboot button is ready to go, but bloop, Janet has stolen the reboot button. But which Janet? All of the, every of the Janet. Every of the Janet. Every Janet. I love how Janet thinks she stole, this. are all Janets on the same wavelength? Is that how this works? Because Janet, I think, legit thought she had the button. Our Janet, good Janet. Yeah, she did. And and my question would be whether I, because I think she did. I think she did, but I think Bad Janet went in and so took you think it. okay, so you think she yeah. took it, and then Bad Janet went in and grabbed it. Yeah, I I think it's like folders on a computer. Gotcha. I think that they they go into their own folders, but the other Janets could take it. That's how they could keep it out of the judge's hands. Was not that it was in any one specific Janet and it would just be her finding the right one. I think it was that they kept passing it back and forth, which was why marbleizing them was the answer. That makes so much sense because yes, I, she, yeah, that makes so much sense. I'm glad I, I didn't get it. I was like, are they so, on the same wavelength? Did Janet think she was doing it? But bad Janet beat her to it. But yeah, you're, but you're yeah. So then it would be, so then wouldn't a Janet be able to go through different bad Janets and good Janets? Do we, is that okay? Like a bad Janet literally just went into a good Janet's void and she didn't really know what was going on. But that bad Janet had been in the good Janet's void. So it may be a permissions thing. Sure. Like it may be that, uh, that they can't do it unless they have the permission to do it. Okay. And she did so that because one it was specific, left over from yeah. when she was a prisoner, you know, like, okay. I, I don't know there's ways I could explain this yeah. within the story that I could make it make sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy with just having that as an option. I hate it when there isn't any sort of clear con- uh, connective answer. Mm-hmm. So Bad Janet comes to the rescue because she read the manifesto. And Michael, I think, is so proud and genuinely shocked that she read the thing and that it actually got through to her. Did we call it? I think we did. 
it didn't really change her. She was still kind of a douchey person, <laughs> but like it, she was like, yeah, you're right. I read but it. Made sense. So was Michael when this whole thing started? True. You know, like he, when he was first coming over to the good side, he was still a dick. Yeah. And he is okay. not that character right. any longer. Yeah. Like he is, he does not, you know, gloat and, and needle people in the ways that he did when he was first trying to learn from Chidi. But he, so mm. I think it just takes time. So mm. he, so here's okay. my additional take on that. The, the Janet's, are data evaluators so without yeah. imparting emotion on the decision like she she's programmed to be a dick and she still is a dick but she looked at the data presented by michael and goes yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. she hasn't been rebooted as much as as our janet so she's not as as complex or emotionally invested too so that checks out that's 100 percent what i i feel is right yeah cool. so so not only is it just her though she's been passing the word around she's been handing out the leaflets at the janet parade <laughs> And all of the other Janets are on board, too. And they're all storming in like really happy soldiers into the judges' <laughs> chambers. until they... It was like the end of Endgame. Right? <laughs> yes. We had Assemble. all the characters. We had the, the disco Janet and the puppy heaven Janet. And we had... We <laughs> did not have click wheel Janet. And I am mad oh, at that. that's a bummer. Oof. We did have medium place Janet, though. Did you see her just staring forward? Yeah. Just in like, the beige. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but I, and I love it how the solution to the problem is that she puts the club on the damn. <laughs> Do you think that she gets commercials? Yes. I think she revels in the commercials. Right. I think the commercials are 90% of why she's watching shows. <laughs> so she's like, I know this thing. I've seen it in the 80s shows. It's called The Club. I'm going to put that on the <laughs> damn entrance and that'll keep them out. So, yeah. So she throws the club on there and uh, she's like, all right, listen, I can't take on all the bad Janets. Not all at once. But that one with the, the sends gifts of otters. I'm I'm going to go after her first. <laughs> And she goes into the void and she marbleizes and she goes into the void and marbleizes. And you know what? It doesn't take very long. There's a lot of Janets there, but eventually she's going to find the one that's got the thing. So there's they need a plan. And the plan has to be that we know that the you know changing the point values isn't going to work. We know that we don't want to reboot because it's not the human's fault. I mean, they're born, they're alive, they're creatures, and they don't need to be shut down because of something that wasn't even their doing. So we need to reevaluate the whole system. And who better in all of the universe to reevaluate the system but Chidi Adagonye? Nobody. Nobody. He's the man. That's. I mean, maybe Jason. <laughs> Jason, I think. Ooh, hold on, Jason. I mean, he may be willing to do it. He might be. Oh, I love how. Man. So Eleanor finally gets to give her eulogy. She in in explaining, pleading to Michael why Cheedy is the answer. She she shares all of the reasons why she thinks that Cheedy is so wonderful, and says yep. he can do it. Except for Jason's, like, no, dude, I'll do it. I'm on board. <laughs> There's only one man. All right, I'll do it. Yeah, Love because him. I mean, so the judge was like, "Well, 
Earth got way too complex for us to do anything anymore. So we'll just reboot it, reboot it, everything, you know, whatever. But Chidi's the one that'll take the time, the meticulous time to, you know, make the point values for everything that is so complicated about Earth now and the human race and all that. So, yeah, that's such a naive assessment of what's going to happen. Jules. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? What do you think's going to happen? We're at the oh, end. Oh, I, I love you, but hard pass man you realize what's gonna happen right they're gonna wake him up they're gonna give him 800 years of memories the most recent of which are that he cheated on his love he was with simone and not with eleanor they don't need to give him that those memories but they're gonna gonna. and that is gonna be the worst stomach ache (laughs) he has ever experienced this is gonna be the better part of a thousand years of stomach ache at once you better wake him up and have a giant tequila bottle full of tums liquid yes oh yeah emodium ad immediately wake him up slap him (laughs) give him tums slap him again explain it wake him up and slap him but eleanor needs some time to to slap him as well (laughs) (laughs) then we'll get to business okay um yeah so this is a fremulon this is a complicated problem because Chidi, for all the reasons that Eleanor said, because he pours over the details, he loves, he adores pouring over the details. He asked, spent his life asking the tough questions and trying to answer the tough questions. And this is the toughest question. And he'll be totally impartial because of ethics, because he won't allow his own personal feelings to sway him one way or the other, but because he also has an ability to empathize. All of these reasons make Chidi perfect for this, but he is so indecisive. And will all the reboots... Have cured that? Will oh no, no. So how? Because he was only cured of that in what one or two of the reboots out of hundreds of attempts. So we're gonna have multiple versions of Chidi's memories fighting against each other. I don't think in his case it's gonna make him stronger like it did with Jason and Eleanor, because Jason could forget and Eleanor could look at it and say, "This is what the path is." He's gonna agonize over every second of every decision he ever made. That he now remembers having made. Guys, I'm getting a stomach ache. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we've got we've got like 45 minutes, according to Michael, about 45 minutes. We've got seven episodes left. What do you think is going to happen? Are we, are we going to spend much time with Chidi actually trying to figure this out? Are they going to like trap Judge Jen somehow? Are we going to get an answer quickly? Is Chidi going to somehow like really figure this out? Are we going to get some test runs? Are we going to see montages of what this looks like? Are, are people going to run away back to the bad place? Are they going to go on trains? Are they going to dress up in fedoras? What is going to happen? <laughs> um... Well, like someone posted in the Facebook group, I was right, said no one ever. Literally, <laughs> we can we can say infinite number of things and, and we'll be off just a little bit. But I don't know. I don't see it being so easy as him coming up with a new point scheme and the judge being OK with it. Like, I don't see that's, I mean, that's technically the easiest way out. I don't see that ever happening. So it's going to be shenanigans. It's going to be something else to where no matter how good 
Chidi makes it, the judge will most likely disagree because of something or because of what they've done up till now. So, so is, I mean, is she, did, did she say this? Is she like the oldest being in existence? Is she essentially, because we've been joking about this, you know, Alec Baldwin is God or, you know, Chris Traeger is God <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Is she essentially the God in this? I mean, does she make these arbitrary decisions one way or the other? How, how does all that work? I mean, I have to think the executive branch is separate from the legislative branch. Mm. So I, I imagine there's another being out there that is more powerful than her that would have sort of the control over it that created the good place and the bad place. Because she doesn't seem to to be interested in that at all. No, she seems to be more an arbitrator than anything else. So I, I do think that that's one of two ways this next episode is going to end before we get the break is either Chidi's going to wake up. He's going to agonize for five or 10 minutes, and then he's going to very quickly start throwing out ideas, the last of which the judge goes, that could work. And then we get a season break after they show us like a 30 second clip of whatever he suggested. Or in the last minute, we're going to get a deus ex machina and, and a literal god from outside the machine is going to show up. I kind of like that last one. I kind of like just being at the end, they make enough ruckus, enough things happen. The judge doesn't agree with Chidi at all. There's so much going on. And then out of nowhere, just Boom. One, Tim Allen, Tim Allen comes out from behind the, mm, the fence. Not, not, not <laughs> Sorry. I, for some reason, I was picturing like the traditional God, big bushy beard. And then Santa I was like, Claus. that's just Santa. Yeah. And then I was like, that's mm. just Tim Allen. I don't know. I got a little far afield. But there was a Tim Allen for you. They, Okay. Well, there's a Santa Claus movie that came <laughs> out last year, and it was um, ah, oh, shoot, what's his name? Uh, he's m- much better than Tim Allen. Oh, Alec Baldwin. No. Oh shit. Uh, no, it's the gonna be Nick. It's gonna be Nick Offerman. No, it's gonna be oh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Down. <gasps> oh, oh, that'll be good, dude. Yeah. No, that's the best. If he yes, if he were in charge of the whole thing, ah. Oh. Listen, guys, what we need to do is build something out of wood. We'll drink some whiskey and we'll build something out of wood. And this will solve the whole problem. During the building process, the metaphor will tell you what life is all about. I keep all my money in gold buried out in the woods. But not under that tree. Don't look there. (laughs) But I definitely could see an episode where it's at the end. There's like this God figure and then it's just them and Eleanor just squaring off okay this is it here's what we're we're proposing this is how we want earth to go on for now on whatever so I can definitely see in in an episode where it's just her and then a god figure of some kind that's what I'm calling for the future Kurt Russell oh he's good he played Santa Santa. Claus in a movie last year like a Netflix original yeah yeah that was actually a good movie that was a decent thanks oh good gracious Kurt Russell there's a new uh Christmas movie called Noel starring Anna Kendrick I see everything with Anna Kendrick but I won't allow my it's on Disney plus it was a launch day thing but I you know I know a guy that went to high school with her no you don't do you you do too well hold on it's me I just want to say real quick (laughs) I won't watch it until after Thanksgiving 
because Thanksgiving needs its time. Why are we getting into this Anna Kendrick talk? Anyways, <laughs> Kurt Russell, Santa Claus, God, you know, Nick Offerman's better. Okay, you guys got anything else? Because I'm so I'm n- so much more confused. Every week I end this season, every week I end the episode being <laughs> completely confused, and I'm more, more and more, more confused. confused now than I have ever been. Yep. All right, but if you guys want to unconfuse me, if you want to offer up your own solutions or theories or whatever, go to the Facebook group. Search Everything is Fine. You'll find us and the other Maximum Derricks who are going to offer all kinds of wrong opinions on what's going to happen next. (laughs) Wrong. And we love you for it. You can also go to Instagram, search at Everything's Fine Podcast. You will find us. And because we are part of Nerdy Things Pod Productions, at Nerdy Things Pod on all social media or www.nerdythingspod.com. But as always, guys, thank you so much and have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Kurt Russell, Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. <laughs>